know what, I would totally like, like to read it. And after I read it, I contacted them the next day and I said, how do we make this? Because this script is absolutely awesome. It just premiered recently, a couple of weeks ago, on Dust. So you can share it on Dust if you like it. Uh, and our plan is to turn it either into a feature film or a series. Uh, it's called Hashtag and I'll jump up at the end and uh, answer questions for you as well. But yeah, enjoy the show. Thanks for coming. down the house lights as well guys if possible Successful, it's just as simple. Know what you're doing, love what you're doing, and believe in what you're doing. Submit. 148.6 million subscribers like your update. You're too kind. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna love all over you. <laughs> no, I love you. <clears throat> Finally, I've been waiting for you all day. I love you more. Even if you're on the right track, you get run over if you just sit there. <laughs> All right, let's keep it professional. Work complete. Well done. What is your status? Get someone else to blow your horn? Sam will travel twice as far. Submit. 134 million subscribers like your update. for my ignorance. Submit. 210.3 million subscribers like your status. Taya, face flash. Ooh. 
Much better. Submit 279 million flashes like this. Genetic debris equal best band ever. I dream of a world where chickens can cross the road without having their motives questioned. OMG. Thank you. Share. This hair is only possible using foreplay wax. Submit. TRFMR. Achievement unlocked. <laughs> R-O-T-F-L-M-A-O. You are the best friends ever. Break time. You have ten minutes. Where would you like to go? Shuffle. Wow, I mean, dude, come on. 
you're just so, so hot. Oh, I wish I was you. Skip.
Failing to post is a violation of the Celebrity Franchise Handbook, page 345-12, subsection 3. What is your status? Who sent this letter? Who sent it? Am I in a cage? Submit! Posting the question is a violation of the Social Communications Act, page 2112, paragraph... Taya, am I in a cage? All of your subscribers have left this room. You have zero friends. The way to dove, double your money is, is a bullet in half. Here, Taya, here. Look. Taya, 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 submit. Stand by. Taya, body flash. Flash. Taya, body flash. Please come back. Here. See? Body flash. Taya, Taya. is Alexandra, known as X. X? What is your status? Things will get better. Despite our efforts to improve them. There's some light time there. Speech down, 4.6%. Response time, 13% below accepted norms. How long did they have her online? Uh, 22 hours on with a 4-hour sleep cycle. Idiots. She's very popular. I have 800 million subscribers. You used to, yes. Management wants a 10-hour turnaround. There's no way. She's gonna need a complete overhaul. Retinal surgery, neuroplasticity repair, cardiovascular retcon. Not to mention cosmetic upgrades. She is a bit last season. But I'm left. Send up a request. You never know. Sending. Yep, retirement. Ship her out with the others. Look at it this way, dear. On the other side? No more stress. Wait a minute. I'm famous. Not anymore. I swear we're getting more of these crasher cases. There's no question.
more time. <laughs> so that's our beautiful hashtag. Did you enjoy it? Thank Woo! you. Thanks, guys. Uh, it's quite ironic because now, uh, so before the world shut down, I would go to Comic Cons to visit all you guys all around the world for the past 20 years. And I am the biggest fan of the fans. I'm so grateful uh, to everybody that's joined in this beautiful journey that I've had ever since my days on Farscape and helped me and, and shared the love. So I, I adore Comic Cons. I adore our beautiful community. And uh, I was actually traveling on the 12th of March to Northeast Comic Con. Uh, and by the time we landed, uh, the organizer picked us up and said, oh yes, sorry, uh, the, the show's been shut down and Massachusetts is in a state of emergency and, and see you later. And we're like, huh? <laughs> so I went back home to Los Angeles and I was freaking out, like I'm sure we all were. And I went, how can I continue to communicate with you guys? Because you're my rock, you know, and my livelihood. And, and my brother had taught me all about Twitch, which strangely, I'm watching this, I'm like, wait, am I turning into this character? <laughs> um, and Twitch, I'm not sure if you guys know, is a, another online platform. And I'm there, uh, my brother helped me create a, a little channel there, which is, hi, Twitch friends that are tuning in. Uh, and we go live every day from, I should say, from Tuesday to Saturday, 5 p.m. usually, LA time, Pacific time. And it's been amazing. It's really helped me through this bizarre, surreal time in life. Uh, and it's lots of fun. We watch Farscape episodes. Uh, I've had some fantastic guests on there. We've had Commandant Grazer. Uh, we've had uh, Crace, Captain Crace from Farscape. We've had Paul Goddard, who played Stark. We've had the creator of Farscape, Rockneer Sobanum. And uh, this week on, on Thursday, Ming Chen from Comic Book Men is coming on for an interview. So it's lots and lots of fun. If you guys want to watch, uh, it's uh, Gigi Edgley TV. So you can, you can check it out there if you're interested. But this is a very beautiful film that's very close to my heart because uh, Ben Alpi is the phenomenal director and uh, his beautiful partner Jodhika Farami is uh, the producer. And so they approached me at DragonCon and uh, I said, how do we get this made? And they actually introduced me to crowdfunding and I'd never really heard of it before and I was kind of nervous about it because you guys have been so supportive and so amazing in my life already and given me so much the last thing I wanted to do was like oh can I have some money to make a film <laughs> and I was kind of nervous about that avenue you know to go down that road and uh, and Ben and Jodica were like no people love making productions together it's this new wave of, of you know filmmaking and, and getting inventions out there and ideas manifested so I made up some flyers we made up some flyers and they gave them to me before a comic con and I had them seated at the back of you know the table and after people would come up to say hello and grab a picture and all that fun stuff a few people would be like oh what's that and I go oh that's the 
a project that we've got, it's called Hashtag, it's a beautiful film, it's a Kickstarter, and the response was always, oh my gosh, we love Kickstarters, can I have it, where can I help, what can I do, did it, and I was like, oh, so I'd slowly push them forward, and, and we literally made this beautiful film, uh, the guys pitched it at 40,000, and I believe we received around 44,000, uh, and we shot it over two weekends, but obviously, as you can see, 90% of it is all computer graphics. So with the limited budget that we had, it was extremely challenging to uh, find computer graphic artists that fit the caliber that we were desiring. So uh, we had people that worked on Star Wars. We had people that worked on Guardians of the Galaxy that came in to do shots. Uh, the shot of the Matrix looking uh, when she actually gets outside of the cubicle and you see all the, you know, the beehives kind of thing. Uh, that was actually done by this amazing uh, graphic designer. And uh, they actually ended up flying us to the UK to do the UK premiere of Hashtag uh, when my daughter was not even a month old. So just so you know, uh, I have a little girl and her name is first name Sky, middle name Walker, because we are complete geeks. <laughs> so uh, ever since she's been born, we've been traveling uh, around the comic cons, you know, pretty much every weekend. So her very first uh, trip overseas, she, yeah, she wasn't even a month old, and we, we traveled to the UK, it was very, very special, and we did the big premiere there. So it's amazing. Uh, ben and Jodica have also uh, been really wonderful about getting it out to the festival circuit, and it's got lots of beautiful nominations and awards. Uh, if you want to share it, as I said before, it's on Dust, which is an online channel that you just, that's how we just broadcast it then. So you're very welcome to pop in there and give us a like and a share, because as I said, we, we're, um, we would like to ultimately uh, channel it into a beautiful feature film or a television show. So yeah, do you guys have any questions? Any questions from our Twitchers? You're allowed to ask question twitches if you want some questions. Dougie, you got a question? <laughs> so, uh, one of the fun parts about making this beautiful movie was the people that actually helped support us, uh, there were different levels, as you know, for Kickstarters. And they, one of the levels is that you could come on to set and watch part of the filming. So it just so happened that the scene that they saw um, when the backers came on was that really intense scene where they're dragging me out and I'm half naked kicking and screaming and the backers were like, oh, <laughs> this seems like a nice film. Uh, I think we mortified a few people because they kind of watched it out of context. But it was, uh, it was very cool. Uh, pretty much the set was a about 15 foot by 15 foot cubicle you know it wasn't very big and it was all white and there was bits and pieces that we added in and out but as you can see most of it was graphics so when the backers came to set we're like here's our set and they're like oh <laughs> so uh we during the filming stage we actually had some pretty amazing moments as well it 
never rains in LA, ever. Like it's very rare that it rains. And in this, the scene that you see at the end where you hear the rain, that's actually, it actually rained in that scene. And we were shooting in a building where if you listen close enough, you could actually hear it. Like, oh my gosh, this is very, very cool. <laughs> so it was a very special moment. And I really love that we actually all met through the Comic-Con circuit. And I believe we premiered one of the teasers there. And for the last few years, we brought hashtag back, back there and we actually premiered the film there as well. So it's very, very special. Any questions, guys? Any questions from our Twitchers? Uh, well, Captain wants to know what was the first and the last scene you shot. The first scene, good question, Captain. Captain's one of our beautiful uh, gentlemen on Twitch and he's actually in Germany right now. It must be quite later than usual, even. Thanks for tuning in, Captain. Uh, so the very, very first scene we shot, I believe it was the, it was the moving all the screens around. Uh, and the very last scene we shot, I believe, oh, oh no, the very last scene was actually when I was in the, it was the cage bird scene because we shot it over two weekends. Uh, and I really liked that you get, got, got to see X when she's raw, you know, and even the done up version to me, she looks a bit weathered and I like that because there's lots of, after we've played it to all the different audiences around the world, it usually has a pretty silent reaction <laughs> as soon as it's finished because it's very thought provoking we played it at a few different comic cons and online and days after people will get in contact with us and ask us random questions about x or you know the impact of social media and when we filmed this it was right around the time it was a couple of years ago now so social media wasn't even as crazy you know we've been escalating quite quickly and it's such a it's such a double-edged sword. Like I, as a, a celeb, you know, as a working actress, love it because I get to contact you guys and there's no middleman and I get to speak my, how I feel, you know, to you guys. And it doesn't get diffused. But then also it's tricky because everything's social media nowadays, you know, like everything's tweeted, everything's Facebooked. And I feel like sometimes we miss out on real life because we're so busy looking through the lens or the filter or the edit, edited version. Like at our household um, back in LA, that's where I live at the moment, uh, we've had to really be cautious about not being on our phones the whole time because we've got a, a little girl and we don't want her growing up attached to a screen the whole time, you know? it's. Uh, it's, it's tricky when a lot of your work is through, and especially now that we've all been in isolation for so long, almost everything's through a screen. So I think she must find it quite intriguing because the first year of her life, she literally has grown up around stormtroopers and Klingons and critters and creatures and amazing comic cons. And then the last six months, we've just been in our bubble. She's like, where's all the fun people? <laughs> 
And all the people that we've been speaking to, like my family in Australia and her grandparents in Florida and stuff, they've all been through a screen. So I wonder what she must think. It's a very, very interesting time of life, isn't it? Any other questions from the Twitch room or any other questions out here tonight? It's very dark. I can see little bits and pieces of you guys. Um, the, Twitch, the Twitch room's being very well behaved for once. Uh, no, they're not. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. It's lots of fun, guys. So if, if you just came in, we're filming it live on Twitch, the Twitch channel here. And we've got a beautiful community there. We're all very loving and very caring. And, but they're very cheeky, this Twitch community. They're quite funny. Uh, yes. Um, Oscar wants to know at the end of hashtag when you were given the option to subscribe, do you feel like that was a dilemma to go be part of the team again? What's the last part of that? Um, do you feel that was a dilemma to go be part of the cage again? I feel like, so, she, at the end of this, it brings up a lot of questions because you're like, has she been, how long has she been in that cage? Thank you guys. How long has she been in that cage? Was she, as soon as she was born, delivered into that box? Or did she subscribe to be in that, that cage? Like, how did she get in there in the first place? Because everything to her is for the love and adoration of her fans and her subscribers. And it must be a weird world to live in. So at the end, she's heartbroken, I believe, because that's her whole existence. That's all she's ever known. So to not be in that world where she looks like a glamour model and she's being, you know, completely, uh, you know, people are constantly commenting on her status and what she's wearing and what she's eating and how she showers and goodness knows what. I think she's in a serious state of shock and all she wants to do is get back into the cage but they're not going to let her get back in there anymore because she's retired <laughs> which is a pretty interesting state of affairs for her and there was very lots of questions like when i first read the script originally actually the script was developed uh, from a ted talk that the director had done Kevin Rubio uh, wrote the script with Ben and Ben did a TED talk about social media and the impact it has on us and, and the world as it is. And originally X was meant to be a, a guy and he'd, he'd written it for a guy. And then I don't, I believe it was a, when they met me over Dragon Con, the guys went, you know what? Chish would be quite good at this. What do you think we would turn X into a girl? And then that opens it up to a whole new weird world when you think about the sensuality and women's bodies and all that kind of stuff as well. So the voice as well, uh, the computer's voice is Juliet Landau, who's Martin Landau's beautiful daughter, who I believe is on Buffy. I think she's on a new series at the moment as well. She's amazing. And also every now and then you hear a male voice and that's actually the director's voice. So I said to, I said to his beautiful partner Jodica, I said, do you, does he, do you hear him do that a lot around the house? Achievement unlocked. <laughs> and she's like, yes. <laughs> but there's many cool thoughts that it brings up as well. Like even the point where the bodyguards come in and they drag her out. I said to Ben, is that the first human touch she's ever felt? Or, like, how long has she been in this box? Because that's a big thing, too. Is that the first human presence that, like, they must, she must be in such a huge state of 
fear and shock and horror when these guys come into the room. It's really, it's really creepy. Uh, there was lots of cool moments too, like when we were doing the shower scene, one of the running jokes on set, and, uh, hi Jodica if you're listening. So we'd organised everything and because it was like a skeleton crew, because we were on a tight budget and everything, there was, uh, there was many hours when I was doing the shower scene, it actually took some time. And then we realised we didn't have any towels. <laughs> so I was like, can we? <laughs> and they're like, oh, we better go out and buy some towels. <laughs> so there's lots of funny moments, you know, and it's really cool because I've been so blessed making beautiful productions with the big studios, with the Henson Company, with the Sci-Fi Channel, you know, all the top shows and networks in Australia. My whole life I've been acting since I was 12, so I've been had a very blessed career and I've worked very hard to get these jobs and maintain these jobs, but it's been a very wonderful career. So when I moved to America, originally the writer's strike was on, so I started to investigate how to make my own projects. And I want to tell you guys, if you're interested in making your own stuff, do it. Because that's how I started off making, I've got a little film on YouTube called Nobody Knows. Now we go live with the Twitch channel where you can show cool things. At the moment, um, we're working on a music video because uh, I also do, uh, I also sing as well. So if you're into the idea that you have like, a cool thought or a comedy show or a sketch or if you're an artist these comic conventions are fantastic to meet like-minded people you know the last few projects I've done have all been people that I've met through the comic cons and uh, now we all have a recording device in our purses or in our back pockets so never be afraid to go ahead and make your beautiful story, whatever it is, whether it's a monologue to camera, whether it's poetry, whether you're a cosplayer and you like making creations, there's lots of fantastic platforms, YouTube, Hulu, Netflix, um, Patreon, Twitch, that you can now connect with friends and family and at Comic Cons, a cool thing, you know, do a little business card and walk around and go, hey guys, this is me, come and check out my channel, my YouTube channel. You know, that's how, we, that's literally pretty much how I got started, is just constantly working at what you love doing. I'm all about dream the life, live the dream, because this life is so short, we never know what's going to happen, you know, in the next heartbeat. So if you have a passion, pursue it and work tirelessly to achieve it. And that's how I've, I've come here today to be with you here in beautiful Iowa and, and amazing. <laughs> Do you guys have any questions? You're very well behaved in Iowa. <laughs> any, any questions from the Twitch channel that they're being well behaved yet? No. I highly doubt it. Uh, no. Uh, Captain <laughs> again wants to know or if you think that hashtag could work as a cautionary tale concerning the use of the internet. A cautionary tale? Uh, concerning the use of the internet. Yes, definitely. Absolutely. It's because it's a terrifying beast. It, it, it could be our own worst enemy. There's, you can, it's amazing, as we were talking about before, because it's a great way to communicate with each other. But <clears throat> like at the moment, Facebook is hardcore, not to be rude, but it's intensely toxic. <laughs> like people are just having a go at each other. 
So we need to keep reminding ourselves, especially in weird times like now, just keep sharing the love because we're all going through a, a weird journey and the earth and everyone on it right now needs love more than ever on Facebook, on Instagram, post your kitten videos, post your, you know, smiley, happy faces. Like I was so over the moon when Friday, I don't know if any of the guys are here, but there was a dance, little dance party going on in the middle of the vendors hall. And it made my soul sore because I'm like, yes, happiness. I remember what this is like. <laughs> and it was so beautiful and it was just like, our tribe, our beautiful Comic Con family, getting together, having fun. And sometimes it's good to put the internet down for a second so we can be present in this moment with each other. You know, like sometimes I look at rock concerts when we're up and running or shows and everyone's like this, you know, or on holiday, everyone's like this. I'm like, how often do we go back and watch those? I mean, sure, sometimes, but it feels like sometimes we might miss the actual cool experience of being here in the moment a little bit. Doug. I was wondering if you, I caught the comments about so last season. Yes. I wonder if you had thoughts on that one. So good, because it is. That's what they, in the acting industry, I've been many times referred to as last season maybe in those words, maybe not in those words, but there's always the next best thing coming up. It's a, such a weird career. So uh, you constantly have to, we all do in, in any, any walk of life, have a positive attitude. We're all doing the best we can with what we know, you know, but there's, there's every acting job that I've ever been to, I think I've had like a thousand knows that have gone along with it like you go to so many auditions <clears throat> you send in so many self-tests like even <clears throat> and when I'm on the road I get auditions that you've got to record on the road and stuff and, and email in like it's a constant and I can't tell you how many auditions that I've I've gone for where it's it's no but then then you get one and they're yes and it's the best feeling in the universe and you're perfect for that role I personally think I'm perfect for every role I audition for, but that's me. <laughs> but, you know, it might be because you have blonde hair or you have brown hair or you're too tall or you're too skinny or you remind them of their ex-girlfriend, you're not going to get it, or, or, or the list goes on, you know. There's lots of subliminal things that go into it. And now also, um, like as I've graduated through my career, uh, usually film actors were film actors and television actors were television actors, but now the big movie stars are doing television so that's kind of pushed a lot of the newcomers out because then the other guys are multitasking which is why I say do your own projects if I've had many um, many moments uh, speaking to actor friends and they're like we don't know what's going on my agent doesn't call you know and I'm like well go out and make your own thing which is why I do my music videos and why we do all the cool collaborations and everything. But it, you're always last season to someone and you're always the next best thing to, you know, someone else and you're always heaven to someone else. And it's gotta be, as I've gone through this bizarre life, it's like just just in your heart and soul, know you're the, you're the best person you can possibly be. I've heard it recently quite a lot, live your best life 
and it's a good motto for me at the moment because I've been through a little bit of a traumatic <laughs> year on many different levels and it's made me so much stronger and believe in myself and not bow down to fears and insecurities that you have in your in your life it's like okay use this weird experience to channel it into something positive and come out even stronger you look amazing this did you make that yourself Oh, here? Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Has everyone been into the vendors hall? It's pretty cool. There always seems to be a random dance off. I saw Jesus doing the worm yesterday. That was pretty cool. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Well, it's going to be that kind of con convention, I see. <laughs> Jesus doing the worm. I'm loving it. <laughs> Any other questions, guys? So originally, I, um, I live in between Australia and America, but I've been mainly based in America for the last sort of 10, 15 years. Uh, I came over uh, straight after a show called Farscape. I played an alien, her name was Chiana. Uh, the makeup took three and a half hours every day. And it was a Henson show. So if you, if you watch The Dark Crystal or The Labyrinth, it's the same company that, that created those phenomenal productions. And they've just, uh, there's been some serious whispers if you like Farscape that they want to uh, shoot a series in Australia with original cast members. So recently they re-released it on Amazon Prime. So if you haven't checked out the show, or if you have and you haven't in a while, check it out again on Amazon Prime and share it with your loved ones and all that fun stuff because they're, they're keeping an eye on the numbers to see if we're all still interested. I'm like, yes, we're still interested. <laughs> It's a really cool show. It's pretty much about a group of misfits from lots of different species traveling through space and they don't really much like each other. It's like a, a typical, you know, family. No, with love, I say that, sorry. But, you know, they go head to head on a lot of things and it's a cool sci-fi because it's quite wild and it's quite untamed. It's not like your perfect, perfect icons that are doing perfect things. They're complete messes, but they're real. And I think that's why you connect with the show. So you can check it out on Amazon Prime. And then if you want to uh, follow my adventures, uh, my, uh, all my Facebook and Instagram and all that fun stuff is my name. It's Shiji Edgley. Um, tomorrow, we're going to be doing a panel. The Star Trek Continues. We're gonna, I'm going to be screening it with Chuck Huber, who's here. He's also in Star Trek Continues. And we're going to be doing a talk probably before it because I think we've got to jump on planes after it. Uh, but Star Trek Continues is an awesome uh, show. You can watch it online for free. It was made by fans. It's got a huge fan following. Uh, the Roddenberrys even gave it a good nod. Uh, Rod Roddenberry, who is Gene Roddenberry's son, the creator of Star Trek, is actually in this episode that you've got to watch tomorrow, which we better make sure we have two girls. <laughs> So it's a really cool episode, it's a creature episode, and it's uh, really awesome as well because you get to see uh, that fans can make really strong, beautiful projects as well. If you haven't seen it, check it out or come, come tomorrow. Do we know what time that is, Ash? Uh, I think it's, is it one o'clock? It's one o'clock, so tomorrow from one to I believe 1.50, we're going to be in here watching Star Trek Continues with Chuck and I, 
And before that, I'm going to be at the Vendors Hall. I've got lots of cool photos. Uh, I've got my music on a USB and also some cool CDs. And um, we're doing photos and having chuckles down there at the table too, so come <laughs> and say hello. Any last questions from the Twitch rat bags? No, you, their love. There we go. I can't speak. Thanks, guys. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> very, very proud. Thank you so much for coming, guys. Have a beautiful convention. Stay super safe. Share the love always.